Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level, where every podcast we bring you motivation, inspiration, faith, hope, and love, and we remind you that you are born to succeed. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level. I'm your gracious host, Michael Merritt. Today, we have an amazing guest, Miss Sally Alter. Miss Sally has been around the world. She's a traveler. She's an author. She's got a lot of stuff to share with us today, guys. And as we always say with our listeners, we're here for you. And we want you to learn and grow and get value from this. So I hope Miss Sally brings value today. I know she's going to. Again, we're going to talk about a lot of different things just like we always do. And I know Miss Sally is going to hit some buttons for you. So you might want to get some paper and pen out because I know there's going to be some golden nuggets coming soon. Miss Sally, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mike. Excellent. Excellent. So Miss Sally, tell us. Where are you coming from today? I know I'm in Dallas, Texas. Where are you at, Miss Sally? Oh, we're neighbors. I'm in uh, Kerrville. Oh, well, that's amazing. So you're down South Texas, close to San Antonio way, right? Oh, yes, that's right. Very, very nice. All right. So, Miss Sally, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do and, and what your whole purpose is. Okay. Well, I'm from London originally, and I've been, I, in, I've been in the States for 32 years. Okay. So I'm more or less a, um, you know, I live here now. But haven't so. lost the, that amazing accent. I love it. I oh, was just really? going to say, I can tell the accent right off the bat. I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, um, I'm 74 now, so I was born a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. And I was, I was born in a place called Twickenham, which is in Middlesex, which is right near London. Okay. Yeah, and it's a very ordinary, you know, suburban town, nothing particular. Everything uh -huh. was fine. Yeah. But um, I had a very bad start in life because both my parents died before I was 15. Wow. So I had a, a lot of trauma there to get uh -huh. through. And uh, when I was 15, I, I contracted polar disorder. So that came with, the, with my mother. It was the... Uh, the traumatic experience that brought it on. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's been a bit of a hard journey. I tell you, it's been a whole lifetime of bipolar disorder. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I I finally cracked it. It's taken me all this time. <laughs> but I finally found a medication. Yeah. And, so when uh, you were so when you were fifteen and then your parents died, where did you go at that point? Did you go with in-laws? I went to stay with my brother which wasn't a good idea, but that's all the, that's yeah. all the choice I had. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. It was pretty terrible, really. And was he not and a that, good influence, or did he not take care of you, or what happened there? Well, he, he was um, the opposite to my mother, overly strict. Oh. So that was a bit difficult. <laughs> the, the big brother syndrome. Right, exactly. Right. I'm going to take yeah. care of my sister. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But his wife sure didn't like me there. So that was 
a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what brought you from London to the States? Um, we had a, a bed and breakfast in Cornwall in England. Have you heard of Cornwall? I have not. Oh, it's the most beautiful place in the world. I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a peninsula and it's got palm trees and everything on the south. And yeah. then very um, rocky on the north. And it's only six, uh, 12 miles wide. So it's wow. very narrow. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I, think, I think it's like 40 long. I'm not quite sure of the length. But it's um, really so not is, very big at all. Yeah, it's the most westerly point of England. Okay. So nice. we lived there for a time, uh -huh. and uh, I was very happy with my bed and breakfast. <laughs> then somebody knocked on the door, and they said, "How much do you want?" <laughs> and we hadn't thought about selling. You know, it wasn't on the agenda. Yeah. But they so much, we said, "Well, <laughs> maybe we should sell it." Right. So, we made them um, three times what we paid paid for it in two years, so that was very good. Well, yeah. Yeah, we sold everything and we came to the States. And we bought an RV and traveled the States for six years. So that was a, a big difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a very good experience. I enjoyed it tremendously. And then we did... Um, Europe as well. We sold the trailer and we went to Europe and bought another one. And we traveled all around Europe for nine, six months. We went to nine countries. And then we ended up in Amsterdam where we bought the trailer and we went to sell it. And we had um, no idea where to go from there. It was a case of, well, we've been there and done that. <laughs> where are we going to go now? So we yeah. decided. Go back to America. We had a dog, a big uh, Labrador, and they had sixteen in England at that time. So we didn't like to do that. So we came back to America, and um, ended up in the Hill Country, right? Now. So that's that's a long time ago. That's twenty-two years ago now. I've been wow. here no, twenty-six years ago, and I've been here ever since. So, Miss so Sally, so you're an author, correct? Yes, that's right. So, Miss Sally, you're working on, I believe, your third book now. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So, tell us a little bit about your first two books, and then we can talk about your third project that you're working on at the moment. What What are the first two books about? Okay. The first two books are about bipolar disorder. And the first one is called How to Live with Bipolar. And it's a question and answer book. I don't know if you've heard of Quora, have you? Uh, is what? that Q-U-O-R-A? Yes. Okay, I, I think I've seen it online, but I'm not too familiar with it. Yes, you would have online. It's a very um, international website. There's millions of people on it. And uh -huh. you can ask any question you like about any topic. And okay. uh, I've been on there for two years, and I've written 4,000 articles. Okay. Yeah. So 800 of them were on bipolar. And I wow. thought, well, I might as well make a book of it. So I took out 125 answers and made my first book, which turned out fine. <laughs> oh, okay. So you took answers from that and then created a book. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that was your first book. That was my first book. <clears throat> Excuse me. My okay. second book was not like that. Not a question and answer book. I wrote it all by hand, and uh, that was about bipolar one only. It's called Bipolar One Disorder Rescue Plan, and that's a it's a very thick book <laughs> about everything you can think of. I've even got. And, it, and, got and what was the name of it again, Miss Sally? It's called Bipolar One Disorder Rescue Plan. Okay, so Bipolar One Rescue Plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and how thick is it? You said it's really thick. Yes, it ended up very thick. It's 344 pages. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit. That gets thick. Over 300 pages is a little bit thick. Sure. Right. Yeah. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what is your third book now that you're working on? The third book is on loneliness. You just told me that you had uh, the the bipolar rescue one plan, and you literally said my third book is on loneliness, and that's when it dropped. So tell me okay. about your third book, and we're gonna link these two podcasts up together. These recordings, I'll I'll clip and cut a little bit in between. But tell us what your your third book on loneliness is about, since the first two were on bipolar. Okay. Yeah. So the loneliness book. Is another question and answer book from Quora. And um, I think it's going to be 101 questions. It's very difficult to write about loneliness and not keep repeating yourself. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm having, you know, I'm having to make sure I don't do that. I've actually written it. It's ready now. And I'm just doing the edits. So it shouldn't be too long. Probably next month. I'll uh, publish it. Yeah. And who are you publishing through, Miss Sally? Through Amazon. Okay. And is that where your first two books are at as well? Yes. Okay. Came out in June last year. And the second book came out in March this year. Okay. So that's quite new. Right, right, right. So at the beginning of the podcast, you were telling us about your your mom and dad passing away at the age of 15 and causing a lot of trauma there. Tell us about some of the other trauma that's in your life because when I read your bio I see some really great stuff on the end over here but I see some really traumatic things that have happened to you in between so share with us what you will Miss Sally on some trauma that's happened to you in your life so that others know that hey maybe I've gone through that same trauma and I can come out on the other side just like Miss Sally has so tell us a little bit about some of that stuff that you again care to share with us okay well, I think that when you have bipolar disorder, you're going to have a very traumatic life because there's always something comes up. Okay. You know, you're going to you lose a lot of family and friends because of the mania. So that um, is a major deal. I mean, I can't escape from bipolar disorder. It's followed me everywhere. So right. that's been a big, big problem. <laughs> yeah. But um, and I went through three marriages. I guess a lot of it had to do with bipolar. I don't know. Okay. There were other things, of course, yes. So that wasn't fun. And and, and, uh, and so you say now you felt like at the beginning of the podcast, this kind of started when you were 15, right? When yes. were you actually diagnosed as bipolar and medicated or given medication to try to help you? Well, it takes generally 10 years to be diagnosed. And I was diagnosed on 
when I was 25. Okay. So that's about right. Okay. And um, they gave me lithium to start with, which was oh. a good, it's a good medication. It's an excellent medication. But um, it gave me thyroid problems. So I went to the hospital with thyroid problems. This is in England. I'm going oh. back a long way. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and they took me off the lithium. I guess they were testing me to see if I had bipolar. And I just went crazy. I had mania and I went round the bend. <laughs> uh -huh. And I caused, I caused a lot of trouble in the hospital. <laughs> and, and so did they quickly put you back on lithium, deciding that that's what you needed to be on? Right. That's exactly what happened. Okay. Yeah. And I managed very well on lithium till I was 47. So from 25 to 47 is a good innings. But um, then I had menopause, and since that time, it's been terrible. And so what medications, so lithium did not work anymore at that time, or they just, did they take you off, or did they try something else? Yes, the lithium stopped working because of the hormones. Okay. You know, the hormone imbalance was at the same time, so it didn't work. Gotcha. And so yeah, what... So they started trying just different medications at that time, trying to find something that would work? Yes, that's right. But with just one medication, you know, I've got six at the moment. Uh-huh. You know, you have to have a medication for every part of it. Right, right, right. And so you said mm -hmm. that you, you've been married three times, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and was there some trauma involved with those marriages? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, plenty of trauma. <laughs> My uh, second husband, I guess, was the worst. He right. was a gambler, big-time gambler. So I had a lot to put up with with that. It was uh, terrible. Right. And then, uh, yeah, he was a womanizer and every other thing you can think of. So, but that marriage lasted eleven years, and then we split up and got divorced. And I met my third husband. And he was from New York, so that's why we decided to come to the States. Okay. We did that touring all around the States. Uh -huh. So that was because he was American, we came back here. And uh, now he's died, and I'm still here. <laughs> so, so I've been left in America. <laughs> so do you plan on going back at any point in time to that most beautiful spot that you were talking about earlier? Oh, I would love to. I really would. It's my dream. Yeah. But it's expensive to go back to England. Yeah. You know, everything's expensive, even getting there. Well, sure. So, yeah. I mean, the prices are astronomical. Sure. You know, that house we had was, I don't know, $2 million by now. <whistles> you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And is that million as, as far as American dollars or pounds? A couple of American dollars. Oh, okay, because I know pounds are more expensive, right? I'm sorry? I said I know pounds are more than American dollars. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. Yes. And yeah. so were all your husbands, um, were they all abusive to you? Uh, I don't know what you'd call abusive. Not physical abuse. Yeah. Not really. Well, I mean, well, when we have abuse or trauma, we always say we we have mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. So any yes. of the above can be considered trauma, just depending on which level it is. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know. So your your third husband, how did that turn out? Well, we did get on very well for 18 years. It was fine. And we did all that traveling together. Uh And uh, then he must have got sick. I don't know because he wouldn't say. But he killed himself. So that was 22 years ago now. Wow. And at some point, you guys were traveling all around the States. And you even bought an RV, right? And then traveled for a long time? Yes, six years. Wow. Like all around the United States for six years? Yes. Wow. Where all did you go? Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Every square inch. Many times over. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. We and used then to... it says you, you bought another RV and went to Amsterdam, and then you traveled Europe for six months. That's right. Yes, we did the same thing there. Wow. We, we used to get a map and put a dot in the map where we were going to go for the next day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. In America, we stayed in the National Park mostly, and that was really great. Yeah, yeah. We have some beautiful national parks, right? Really beautiful, yeah. I've been to most of them. Most people don't realize that. I tell people that all the time when when people talk about traveling, they always talk about traveling somewhere abroad or somewhere outside the U.S. or something. I'm like, always remember, we have a lot of great stuff right here from the national parks on down the line. New York and Washington, D.C., and every other state in between. Texas, obviously, is the greatest state ever because that's where we're from. But (laughs) (laughs) that being said, um, well, that's great. You got to travel all over, Miss Sally. And so your third book, obviously, Loneliness, is is maybe stemming a little bit from your own situation after your husband, your third husband passing away. Is that where some of that's stemming from? I would say that's where it's from, yes. Right, right, right. Okay. So, Ms. I know. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us more about that, if you have any more on that. What, what's the name of that book going to be? It's called Loneliness, but I'm not sure of the extra bit. I'll probably say Loneliness for Seniors. Okay. I'm, okay. I'll probably put, call it Help for Seniors, I'm sure, yeah. Right. Still kind of trying to figure out what to put a little pin on there. Yeah, because there's a lot of advice I've given them. A lot of comforting advice to people. Okay. Excellent. So well, Sally, what, so what are your plans in the future? Are you going to write another book? Do you plan to travel more? I mean, I as I I'm, said a second ago, do you plan on going back to where you're originally from? I don't think back. Not anymore. I would have done before, but it's too late now. Okay. And I don't I don't know anybody there. They're all passed away now. Yeah. So it's not like going back to family. You know, this is home here. Ah, I see. Okay. And then future plans, writing books, anything else? Yeah, I'll write another book. I'll probably keep writing books till I die. (laughs) Yeah. You have the bug? I have, yes. I'll probably write a memoir next. Okay. Some, some Some travel memoirs? Know about the bipolar, probably. Oh, okay. You know, all, all the exciting things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Miss Sally, what would you want the listeners right now that are writing down little notes or whatever to remember you by just some nuggets of wisdom that 
as um, a woman that has experienced some trauma, has lived life, has been bipolar, as you said, now for 50 plus years of your life. Um, what would you have as far as some expert advice for those listening, especially because we know some of those people are dealing with this and either they're not admitting it to themselves or maybe they've already been diagnosed and they're just, you know, they refuse to accept it or whatever it may be. What would you say to those people as far as what they need to do to live their life and to learn how to live with this disorder? Well, if you, if you, <clears throat> excuse me. If you have bipolar disorder, you have to go to a therapist and get medication. Both those things are very important. And uh, medication is difficult to get right, but if you can stick with it, then you will find something that works. Never give up on it. I always say there's a lot of hope. It's not um, the, the dead end. It's you can find some hope in it. Yeah. And did you finally find a medication that, that you think is working for you? I did. I was very lucky. I found a medication called Vralar, and it's uh, an antipsychotic. Right. And I've been well for three years on it. And this is with a regimen of other medications as well? Oh, yeah. with I think it's six altogether. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good, Miss Sally. Well... Miss Ellie, thank you for your time today. We love having you on the show. For those that are listening, you know, we always say that this podcast is about you, both on a personal and professional level. Obviously, today we're talking about some personal stuff, and maybe these are some things that you're dealing with. And if you are, as you heard Miss Ellie say, maybe it's time that you get on medication. Maybe it's time that you admitted that maybe this is something that you have. Maybe it's time that you accepted this. And so... That's why we bring folks on the show to talk about different things. And, and we don't talk about popular subjects. We talk about things that are real and what's life. And so I thank you, Miss Sally, so much for being intimate and honest with us today and sharing your story with us because we certainly appreciate you. You know, not everybody wants to stand up and talk about um, anything as far as being bipolar or anything else because they automatically have a stigma of mental illness. And then people are, you know, oh, they must be crazy. And nobody wants to be labeled as someone that's crazy. And so people don't want to talk about that. So I thank you so much for bringing up this important subject today and for sharing your honesty with us today. And I'll just give you one last pop back to you and say, before I sign off, what is the last thing that you want all those listening today to remember about you today, Miss Sally? Well, I never gave up. <laughs> I've always carried on. I've never let things hinder me. Well, that right there, that's uh, that's probably one of the number one things in life as far as the steps to success, right? It's never, to never give, up. give up. That's exactly mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is the Born to Succeed podcast. We thank you for listening. Again, that's one of our things we say all the time, right? We say never give up. Keep pressing on. We know we are born to succeed, and if we continue to try, we are going to get to the next level, and we're going to succeed. So, Miss Sally, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing with us. And listeners, just remember, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. And remember the golden rule to treat others as you want to be treated. And stay blessed until next time. Bye-bye.
We want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the Born to Succeed podcast with Michael and Elisa Merritt. We know that you have a very busy schedule, and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend time with us. You can find us at Merit Coaching Group on YouTube, Facebook. You can email us at MeritCoachingGroup at gmail.com. We want to remind you that you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. Remember to follow the golden rule. You can have everything you want. Yeah, but you got to do what? Treat others as you want to be treated. So until next time, have a very blessed day from Michael and Elisa Merritt.